Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs and Crocs. talk as much because of the things I say that are not. Well, there's no do-overs now. Did you already start? Yeah, we're started now. <laughs> no, you didn't. Can <laughs> yes, you I did. <laughs> no, we're started. Hey, so uh, welcome Hi. to Docs and Flops. Uh, I'm your host, <laughs> Ryan Aid, a.k.a. Docs, and I'm joined by the wonderful, for the second time on Number this two. show... Uh, Brianna Aid, a.k.a. Flops, Flip Flops. But where is Crocs? Where is Crocs? Um, he died, and so... <laughs> say that. <laughs> no, um, so Crocs, good old John, is in Pennsylvania right now, the place that I wish I lived. Uh, and he's visiting some family. And we were supposed to have his brother Daniel on this week. Uh, but scheduling and illness and other things got in the way. So we're going to do that next week. So th- so instead, tonight, okay, you are, uh, you the listener are, you're in our bed. We're in bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are laying in bed. Yes, the best place to record a, a podcast, and, I uh, think. Yeah, I, this is, I mean, I'm already 10 times more comfortable. I, I can I can literally we can record this I can hit stop and then just fall asleep. Yeah, but you're not allowed to bring Jonathan <laughs> when you guys do the podcast. You'll have to sit on that couch still. <laughs> Every episode after this, yeah, forget the studio. We're just gonna be in this bed. So how you doing? How do you feel being back? How do I feel being back? Well, the first time I came on, I was very much observant. Mm. You and Jonathan have a very distinct banter yes we do so i was just enjoying it i sounded so dumb talking about marvel <laughs> like my favorite marvel <laughs> character what did i say spider-man i don't know what <laughs> no that was what i ended on but i think i said like that woman super- yeah you're like who's that girl <laughs> spider-man anyway i don't want to relive that trauma yeah no worries we've all grown no i i've enjoyed listening to the podcast since Thanks, um, I'm excited Daniel's going to be back on because yeah, that too. one's fun. He's really fun. That's everybody's favorite episode. Wow. Thanks, everybody. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think I didn't really say a whole lot the first time because it is. It's all live. And I think I'm kind of um, a perfectionist. So just starting right away. Just, okay, that's it. One take. Let's that's go. It. So I was very much um, observant. But I'm excited to just talk with you because... I'm most comfortable just talking to you. Yeah, we talk all the time. And yeah, like I think in public you talk more than me. But at home, mm. well, I don't know anymore. I think it's kind of even in public now. You used to talk a lot more than me. I've become much more introverted. Yeah. But at home I do talk a lot. Yes. I do a lot of listening at home. Unless you just got home from work 
and then you're like you're like this is all the things i've done yeah or unless i'm i have a new hyper hobby oh yeah if i have like a new hyper hobby then you're gonna hear about it which i love but sometimes i don't I can't give a hundred percent full <laughs> attention. <laughs> There's so many little. I'll be like, Hun, so, so I'm building a rocket and blah, blah, blah. And I turn and you're on Instagram. Like, Oh no, I'm probably working what? on something. I was working on like a tea camp book. <laughs> There's so many things I was doing this past month. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You, um, you're a Jill of many trades. Yes. Well, I just feel like there's a lot of things I like to do and, Specifically going um, going out and using my talents and like making money while doing that is like really important for me. And so get that bag. <laughs> so anyway, like I I'm going to be getting in connection with someone about teaching a dance class to kids. I just taught and led a tea camp, a Victorian tea camp, which was awesome. I'm still making YouTube videos, but I took a huge break while I was doing tea camp. Um for those for those who don't know or who, who have the wrong image in their head, when you say tea camp, for those who picture <laughs> a bunch of little girls sitting in tents in That's the woods what it was. drinking tea. Yeah, we were just clarify. grabbing big pots of tea yeah. and doing an obstacle course. Oh. Roughing it and okay. then having tea. Yeah. So if you want to <laughs> sign up for that, um, all you need is some Earl Grey and some bug spray. That should be the tagline. Earl Grey and bug spray. Wow. I'll think about that next summer. <laughs> but yeah, so I have been doing a lot. I have enjoyed it. Tea camp is more about um, learn, like taking the the beauty of like afternoon tea and like all of the the stuff that comes with manners, etiquette, um, writing letters, embroidery. That was really fun. Dances. We do a lot that's not necessarily our era, but. I think there's a lot of value that we can take from it. Obviously, the Victorian era in whole was hard, but um. yeah. Anytime we watch the shows, I'm like, I don't think I could wear that many layers as a guy Petticoats every day. And they put on like and stockings and half pants and tails and coats and cummerbunds. Gosh, you're right. And the big hats. But I you would get dressed by somebody, and that'd be like your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that it was a lot. I mean, that's my underpants, buddy. <laughs> no AC and thousands of layers. So yeah, just I. Whenever we watch those shows, I'm like, how did they survive the summer? Well, and then they like get on horses and like in all those layers, they <laughs> would get on a horse and go like, I don't know, it's shoot gophers. What do they do? Shoot pigeons. Pigeons and. and I'm like, wouldn't you just die? I feel like I would just die if I put on all those layers and then went out to go ride a horse and shoot a gun. I would just pass out. Mm, yeah, but like they figured it out, you know, or they were always stripping down and jumping into pools of water. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, according to the shows, they were always jumping in each other's fountains. Okay, so this is good for your viewers to know that I'm a really big fan of Jane Austen. Yeah. Um and specifically Pride and Prejudice, specifically the five like movies, like series versus the like the 1995 series mm -hmm. versus the newer movie. I don't hate the newer movie with Keira Knightley, but the one with Colin Firth. <laughs> Good old Colin Firth. For those who don't know, That's for the listeners. Yeah, we're letting them know. 
<laughs> my Colin wife. Firth, no, it's not Colin Firth. Colin Firth. I love him as Darcy. <laughs> I mean, he's Colin Firth is a great actor and he's very sweet. He oh, yeah. goes to be this older man who like is in a lot of other movies, but in Pride and Prejudice, it's great. He has the pawn scene, comes out, him and Elizabeth, masterpiece. Love it. He's in the King he's really good in the Kingsman movies. He is. We saw the first two of those in theaters. Yeah, and isn't he in like Nanny McPhee? I don't is he? I have no idea. He's in like a couple of those types of movies. I, I avoid nanny movies. Why? I just you have a trauma. I'm not big on <laughs> I have I have some big nanny traumas. <laughs> I get triggered by nanny movies. Why? I um when I was eleven I had a nanny that would put me in the bathtub and then throw firecrackers in the water. <laughs> oh my goodness. To, <laughs> to get me to wash up quick. <laughs> no, I don't know. Legit. What's what's the one uh Mary Poppins. That's the only nanny film I dig. Mary Poppins? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jim Jiminy. Yeah, Jim Chimney. Jim 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 True. You don't uh, like musicals though, so that's I'm not a big musical guy. But that's one of those things too that like as a as a young guy, I think I was like, I hate musicals. Except for the sound of music kind of. But and then, then like, you saw Les Mis. No <laughs> you liked Les Mis? Yeah, I like Les Mis. I saw a roast of Les Mis the other day. And w- did it change your thoughts on it or what? Oh well, no, but I think it was it, it was valid. Touched the concerns I had initially, but then everybody's like, No, 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 that's how it's supposed to be. Like when I forget, I don't know actors' names, but the man, the guard, who's oh, whoever that guy is, yeah, 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 yeah. and he sings, Crow, Russell Crow, like yeah, Russell Crow, yeah. like his singing is like way off, way off. Well, like it's like it's such a it's such a different like. Well, yeah, because they're like tempo. sing talking. It's and it's he's weird. like prisoner four six oh nine. I am going Two, to four six oh one. It's like AI. Decided to come and join the two four six oh one, something 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 until you die. Yeah, it's yeah, I, yeah. The first time I saw it, I definitely had to like. I was like, "Whoa, this is a hurdle." But then the rest of it was super dope. What were you gonna say though? Until I saw, it, did you have an example? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course I did. What? Alexander Hamilton. Oh yeah, 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 My yeah, yeah. My yeah, name yeah, is yeah, yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, I also Jesse well, yeah. That's a musical and a play. Like I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch a play if anyone ever like had ever been like, hey, do you want to go? You want to watch a movie? Yeah, what movie? Let's watch this play. I'd be like, "What are you?" Is that what you said to me when I was like, "Hey, let's watch this play?" Or I think I just put it on. I think you just put it on, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." I thought it was just going to be in the background. We were cleaning. (gasps) We were doing laundry, and you were like, "Let me just put this on in the back." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." I folded like like, two pairs of underwear, and then I was hooked. I know our jaws dropped. It was so good. As soon as a two pints of Sam Adams, but I'm working on three three. kicked in. I was, I was like, whoa! I didn't know you could do that on stage. And then we cry. I cried. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. And then we listened to the soundtrack for like eight months in the car every single day. And then I just started recently bringing it back. Mm Mm-hmm. Helpless. And oh, and then satisfied makes me cry because she like loved yeah. him. But then you will never be satisfied. And then he cheats. Okay, sorry, spoilers, everyone. <laughs> spoilers. If you have tickets to Hamilton that you've been holding for years and you've been waiting to see it live, sorry, somebody well, is I didn't unfaithful. Say who cheated? Yeah, someone. Speaking. Speaking of cheated. Mm-hmm. 
cheats. We are watching Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, so here, let me give let me give the background. This is good. Same topic kind of thing on like how my mind and heart has changed towards movie and television over the years. Mm, yeah, you just love whatever I'm watching. Yeah. Okay, guys. So Ryan has been watching um, Vikings. Mm-hmm. As you guys have heard, he's mm-hmm. watched that. Okay, we all know that. <laughs> he has his own shows. You know, he's watched like The Mandalorian. It's not Punisher, that I didn't. He just watched a lot without me. Mm-hmm. They become your shows. Yeah. So gruesome. We only shows. had shows together that I was watching, and I was like, "Well, I want to start something." I've been seeing Gilmore Girls on Netflix, so I don't even know if I'm gonna like it. They talk really, really fast. It's kind of like. I don't know. It just—it's an older show. It's already passed. Nobody's watching it. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I was like, well, why not just go to the past, <laughs> check out this show, and I start watching season one. And I'm like, hey, this is actually just like a feel-good background show. I can clean. I can yep. whatever, or I could just lay in bed, take go to bed. So that's how it started. I'm watching it, and throughout season one, Ryan would kind of pop in and out. This is what just like always happens. It I'm always walking happens. back and forth through the house. Like maybe I'm walking to go to the, use the bathroom. Or I'm going to get my tools or I'm making lunch and I'm just glancing over my shoulder <laughs> and I'm picking up on pieces of the story. I'm like, I'm, I'm filing away dialogue. He is. And then he'll just randomly just, Lorelai shouldn't be with him. <laughs> I, I don't, Max, uh, Max is boring. Like, why are they doing that? He's You're just like, boring what? white bread. <laughs> That's just some white bread. <laughs> Boring. She doesn't need that. And I'm like, okay, okay. So we kind of just start oh talking, dialoguing gosh. a little. By the mm. end of season one, he's sitting on the couch watching. Oh, it I'm a hundred percent. So we start season two together. Now I don't have my own show. We have no. to watch it together, mm-hmm. which means like, you know, he has work. I have work <laughs> at different times sometimes. <laughs> like we, w- our schedule is different. So it means it's going to take a lot longer to get through seven seasons. But back to the original point is that um, Rory is a character I really like up until the end of season two. And so if you don't like Gilmore Girls, okay, just bear with us. We're going to get to more stuff. But this has become a show cast. There's like I think there's something going on here that's wrong with her. (laughs) And like she's like young. She's like 16 to 18 in from like season one to two to three. I think we're on season three now. We're on. S- so yeah. she should be 18. But anyway, she's kind of like falling for somebody else, but she is with somebody else. And she keeps doing, she just keeps making these betrayal moves instead of just letting this person go. I'm not really saying too much because I'm like, I feel like if somebody wants to watch it, I mean, I think 23 years (laughs) is long enough. Or sorry, we're talking about season three. So that would have been 20 years ago. I think 20 years. Can you believe that? That is 20. We're talking about a show that came out 20 years ago. If you are worried about spoilers for something that came out 20 years ago, I am worried about it. I literally looked up one thing on the internet and now spoilers keep jumping at me because, yeah, everyone's already seen it. Rory is with Dean. And Dean has been a great guy. He freaking built her a car. He told her he loves her. Okay, He's, but pause. We didn't like Dean. We didn't like Dean right <laughs> at the beginning because, yeah, he seemed like kind of dumb. But he's sweet, though. He Rory is smarter than Dean, but Dean is a, is a lover. 
And he keeps, he like said, I love you. And she's like, uh, he built her a car. Exactly. But I just feel like it was just too much for her. And, and she's all she like didn't know how to deal with book it. Smart. Yeah. Like, Oh, I've never done anything or been anywhere before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boys, what's that? She and is. And now she's like, I want me a bad boy. Give me a bad boy who lives in New York. And does bad things and is misunderstood. Don't we all want a bad boy who's misunderstood? That's how we. That's how we ended up. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh! No, you were not a bad boy. You're you're sweet. You're a sweetheart. I. uh, (laughs) But Dean was like super jealous all the time. Of course he is. And now it's like it's like granted. Like yeah, there's and like I can see why she's a little more compatible with the next person. It's just like if you're gonna move on. If you're going to start liking somebody, it's like, don't hang somebody else in the balance. But I'm like, I think we've all, we've all made bad decisions. Yeah. And I think that's, they're capturing the teenage dilemma pretty well, but it is, it's like Dean's insecurity turned into justified insecurity, but then they're trying to like make the point that it's like, well, his insecurity is what was kind of pushing her away in the first place. You know, that's why her mom was telling Dean like, Hey, maybe you should back off and give her some space, whatever. Okay. So because we don't want to drown everybody with Gilmore yeah, gossip whatever. on the topic of cheating, I think I've, this is the third time I've talked about cheating, but I was looking up an, like some articles about, well, no, what came up that I saw was articles about like questions you should ask your whatever, whoever you're going to get married to before you get married. Oh. And one of them is what do you consider cheating? That was one of the questions I said you yeah. should ask someone before you get marry married. them? Yeah, I guess so. Have we ever had that conversation? Mm. I feel like we have. Maybe like in other words. I don't think we've just like looked at each other and been like, what do you consider cheating? Because I don't know if I'll marry you. If well, yeah, I'm just like in six years of marriage. I feel like we've... I feel like we're just on the same page. I'm just like, you should know what cheating is. But... Yeah. Like, So I don't know what your... An- what's your answer? How about that? I think... So in my mind, what... I think my mind, maybe my mind has changed a little bit over the years on this topic and and kind of referencing what we were just talking about because I'm a much less insecure person now. Like I'm more secure as a person and then I'm secure in our relationship. So I'm not as like, like uptight about everything. But I I think that. No, I don't think you've ever been the jealous type in our, our marriage or like before we got married. Like you never... I was never acted. I was very sensitive. Sensitive. I think that you, (laughs) I think because you took it all in the beginning, you were, you were more jelly. You had like the. Yeah, I was just insecure. So I guess you're right. Like insecurity and jealousy. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I definitely went through that phase too in life where I was just so like. Yeah, you've told me stories. So so anyway, I think now, like what I would qualify as cheating. I mean, it's anything that you would, like, feel like you need to hide. Like, the second that you feel like you need to hide what you're doing or saying, then you're you're starting to be unfaithful. Like, if I was watching Pride and Prejudice every night, and, like, I you would come in the room, and i just close my computer. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, even that's... No, no, no. Okay, I just think, find, like... Would you find movie crushes, like, a cheat? Like, if you if I was obsessed... With Colin Firth. Like if you were actually obsessed with Colin Firth? Yeah. Not like how we joke about it? Yeah, like dreaming about him. 
Well, okay, I can't control that. But <laughs> like putting like pictures of him up and like Okay, if you were putting pictures writing of him, him up, we'd have writing a conversation. Writing him letters. Yes. No, okay, so that's the that's thing. That's more like a different problem. <laughs> I, I think if you're like obsessed with an actor or actress, I think that that's a different problem. I think it's still a problem. Like, yeah, when people... I've seen that. Like, we've seen that in like shows or movies or I've seen it even in real life where people will talk about like they're married or they're in a relationship, but they're like, oh, the things I would do. Like, they you're like obsessed with an actor and it's like that's... Just because they're an actor doesn't mean they're not a real person. That's a real person. Yeah. So it's like, so if like, you said that about anyone else, if you're like, oh, like just, a you know, the guy who was bagging our groceries or whatever. Oh, the things that you just like, yeah, that's freaking weird. What do you mean? Yeah. But that's so not like, like the act of cheating. People talk about emotional cheating or physical cheating. Um, I think that, yeah, it's like if you are, if you have someone of the opposite sex that you are like, uh, g- sharing emotional like anything that you're sharing emotionally that should be reserved for your spouse like intimate details about your life and you're like confiding and you know I think I think that, that that's starting connection. to yeah that's starting to like cross lines it's like oh I if it's secret but that's again it's like if it's if it's secret if it's like oh I'm I'm gonna go secretly confide in and share like intimate details of my life and get comfort from this person without anybody knowing, then it's like, well, now you're now you're crossing into the into the danger zone. Yeah. What about a crush? Like if you feel like I have a crush on another person. If I Yeah, I mean Because uh, I'm, I'm kinda thinking about Rory in the show. She's just like, well it's just a crush. But it's like you're dating somebody else. Uh, can you control like that's the thing like you can't control like this has been a, a big conversation with a lot of people it's like can you still find other people attractive even though you're in a relationship right, and it's right, like right. i feel like the consensus is yes like you can find someone attractive without like dating them or being with them it's like yeah like right, we like can how recognize much room an attractive are you giving to something that's what that's what it's about i think everybody would have a different view on this i know some people because like very like just kind of like i don't know there's very like seedy worldly views like even in the show lorelei sleeps with rory's dad again because they're not together yes and they like start to like and then they sleep and then they're like well should we like make this a thing like be together and you're like what do you mean like i don't know to me that's like so weird but it's like, oh, well, we slept together. But does that mean we're going to be together or anything? Or do we keep... And you're just like, what do you mean? Like, what? Yeah. Like, for a lot of people, that's separate. But it's just yeah, not it's like our worldview. It's not like our... So when you say a crush, it's like, yeah, I think when... Like, in, in a more insecure place in our in both of our lives, it would have been like, oh, yeah. You can't think that anybody is attractive or good-looking or anything. Like, you need to just... But it's like, well, that's just not reality. Like, there's still good-looking people in the world, and you can, like, acknowledge that and still just be, like, a normal, faithful person. I think a crush, though, is, like, because a crush is, like, oh, I want to be with that person. Like, that's what a crush is. So I think it's, like, yeah, if you're desiring to be with someone else, it's, like, I mean, some people wouldn't call that cheating because you haven't done, but you haven't, I haven't done anything. It's, like, but you're just in... You're just in you're just in an unfaithful place in your mind. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So what else? What were other questions? 
Yeah, thanks for answering that with so much passion and description. <laughs> it showed that you really <laughs> care. Really thinking it through. I'm trying. Yeah, to you it were. Through. You looked like I was just watching you look so passionate about it. Um, other questions um, that I found were some of them are weird, so I'm not like. I mean, the first like one that comes up a lot is like finances, debt, savings, prenups, like. Have you oh talked yeah. about all of those things? I feel like we're so intertwined now financially that it's just like, I don't feel like I have a financial thing and you have, a, it's like we right. are contributing to a financial legacy and <laughs> I don't know, inheritance yeah, we're, we're for too, our family. We're two individuals that are, that are contributing to one life. Yeah. Like you can still be an individual person. I, I I think there's there's extremes and not all ex- some of these extremes can can get messy. Like some people it's like, yeah, we're just like in the Christian world especially it's like, oh, we're we're just one, we're just one, we're not an individual, like we're just one. And it's like, well, yeah. But like you're still a person. Like you are a person and you have to be responsible for your thoughts and your actions and your yeah. emotions. And then in like the world view, some people's worldview is just like, oh yeah, I'm doing me, you're doing you. Like we have totally separate things. Like, you know, but we're just like, I don't know. Vibing. We're just vibing together. I don't know. But I, I just think, in, like you say, we've learned to be two individual people. Like we together. have, you know, together. Yeah. We're individual people yeah. that are contributing to one life. And I think that's, exactly that's important. Like we both have our hobbies. We both have, like we both work separately. I like I go off and on with work because yeah. we have the the luxury to do that. Like mm-hmm. I have the ability to go in when I want. Or, right. You know, and it's it's also in part to the job that we're a part of. But I think that you're right. Like when it comes to finances, we're so one with that, and like learning how to manage it is. I think it is just a learning process. Like you make bad purchases, and you're like, wow, I'm not gonna do that again or mm-hmm. uh yeah you just like start to think about your savings and inheritance and things like that that if maybe you didn't think of before but yeah i think it would be hard if you told me like i have two hundred thousand dollars in debt when we first got together like that would be hard for me like oh yeah some people bring crazy amounts of debt yeah and hopefully they have like a gr- an amazing like doctor degree or yeah, something to pay something that to off for that yeah. but if not it's like I don't know, like, I, sometimes, so Dave Ramsey, like, well, yeah. I follow him on Instagram, and sometimes, like, he will share people's stories, they'll call in, and they'll be like, yeah, I have, like, $400,000 in debt, every year I'm paying $100,000, or, like, eight, I, th- I think somebody was paying, like, $80,000 in child care, like, daycare and, oh, like, nannies, that. and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even Dave Ramsey was like, what in the world, and, he, yeah, I was just like, whoa. Where he asked him, like, so you realize, before we move forward... Do you realize that that's psychotic? <laughs> and they <laughs> they made a wrong. ton of money. They were making like yeah, I don't even know, like six figures. Yeah, they were making a lot of money. And like she was gonna make the wife was gonna make more because they both worked full time. But it, it just brought up that question. And I'm not saying that women shouldn't work full time, but it's like why have kids? We've talked about that. Like I, right. why have kids S- if you don't see them? Like if you literally need child care for them six to seven. Or five to six to seven days a week. And I understand right. going and to school like Monday through day. Friday. 
but it was like yeah they're not even in school they're in like daycare like preschool mm-hmm. and so it's like i couldn't imagine putting our daughter in school and no. something right now that's going to cost us one person's salary uh, and not see her except at night and like in the morning like that that would be so hard because i feel like it's funny this train of thought yeah go for it drives back to like just because you watch like a lot of like victorian or elizabethan era shows or whatever <laughs> like even downton abbey if i think about downton oh yeah abbey, downton like they that. have kids but like they're they're like milk nurse or whatever or like <laughs> milk nurse. what are they called just like i, I don't know just nanny <laughs> they're nurse yeah I, yeah because i guess they would get nursed they're by milkmaids or whatever caretake <laughs> like yeah. raise them and it's like yeah they just like come in like go see your father and they come into the study and they see them, okay take them back away but it's like that's some people's reality now it's like yeah they literally like birth a child so that they can pay someone else to raise that child while they pursue their dreams and it's like i guess i don't know i guess it's hard to if you are so like I, different people have different values but i guess it's hard if you have dreams that you want to pursue but you also are like yeah but i want to be a parent someday you know but i don't want to wait 10 years or another 15 years or whatever until i'm done pursuing this dream like i don't i don't know but it is it's like i think yeah. i can't imagine having our daughter and then just being like okay like she's going to spend more time with someone i'm paying than she ever spends with me like to me that's preposterous yeah and like no judgment on people's situation i just think that there's this habit in our world now to live above our means or always be chasing Mm. the excess like Mm. we always want more money a bigger house car like i get that and i and like even myself i want freedom of movement i want to be able to make money and you know see the world and you know, make an impact on the world, be able to donate to things that I care about or create films or do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I want that the freedom to mm. do those things, but at the expense of what? And that's what I think about often when I'm doing my YouTube stuff or whatever, like work working with like dance or, you know, doing these camps or whatever it is. It's like, and I've had to catch myself. Is this coming in between me and my daughter? am I putting this before our relationship? And it's not like I can't go and do those things because I can and I have, and I'm like super thankful that I even have some support like from family to watch her or, you know, you like, we have enough of a schedule difference sometimes that you are, you're home Mm -hmm. and you get to just watch her and then I can go out and it's like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't want my legacy to be YouTube. You know, and yeah. the, oh, cool, great! I got a bunch of followers, a plaque on my wall, but my daughter's in therapy because she never felt like <laughs> I was there for her. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, I was so disconnected from being a mother. Yeah. And it's like that is not like that's a huge, a huge purpose to have is like loving, caring, raising, teaching another human being. Yeah, I've and thought about this a lot. Like with pursuing acting because it's like i you know like right now i'm in the there's like super early stages of that like i'm doing a lot of like smaller time projects and stuff but it's like one day 
like those things are going to get bigger or they're going to require yeah. more time. And so I've thought about like, man, do I want to do that earlier in her life? Do I want to do that yeah. later in her life? But it's like, no matter what, like I think about the amount of time that I would have to be away from her. And like that always, that's always like on my mind. Like even just thinking about, oh, like if I'm going to go somewhere, like there's, I've gone places for like a few days. Yeah. And, um, and I immediately I feel the impact of that. Because it's like, I like, obviously it's nice to miss someone or like, it's nice to miss mm-hmm. each other, but I don't ever want, I thought about this one day when I was driving home, I was like, I don't ever want our daughter to miss me so much yeah. that like, I come back and she like, you know, like, like is weeping, you know, because I was gone for such an extended Or like is afraid of you. Of t- yeah. Or like feels disconnected. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, a few days. I don't know. So I, I think things in our life feel timed right. Yeah, Because it's I like agree. she's, you know, little. she's only a little over a year old. And I'm, you know, the things that I'm doing right now only require a small amount of time. I, I think that's like that's what day. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like to, uh, to a one-year-old, yes. a week is a lifetime. Because it's <laughs> such a huge percentage of their life. To a 30-year-old, a week is nothing because it's like it's such a small percentage of our life. So it's like as she gets older, I feel like I can do longer and longer things because it'll feel like a less of a percentage of her time. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like if I was gone for a, like a month right now, that's like, oh, my gosh, that's like an eternity. Oh, she changes a lot in one oh month. Oh, my gosh, like, she changes a ton in a week. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty amazing like how much they absorb, how much they learn at such a young age. I'm like, if, you know, if people could tap, tap that geniusness mm. from what, like one to three is an amazing time. Yeah. One to eight is like the foundation of who you are. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, like eight years sounds like a lot, but really how much time is that? You know, it's like, eventually they're going to be doing what we're doing, you know, finding your purposes or what you want to do, who you're going to marry, all those things. But you only get a small amount of time to be one, a child Mm. to be with your parents in such an intimate way that like, you know, you're literally wiping me, bathing me, doing all of those things and knowing like no one knows me this intimate, intimately. Right. So, I, I like Sorry, that you're thinking, yeah. Growling out the window at nothing. <laughs> it's his favorite hobby. It is his favorite hobby. But I love that you are thinking about it. And really, though, it's like kids don't stop you, they make you appreciate life even more. Yeah. And oh, we were talking about the today, like with driving. Yeah. Like you do something for a while, and then it just feels like it feels so regular that that's when mistakes happen. Oh, like yeah. if you've been driving for a lot of years, it's like you start to like absentmindedly drive, and that's how you get <laughs> into how accidents did I get and here? stuff. But when you have a child, it's like they kind of like resets that clock because now you're like you feel like a new driver again. Now you're suddenly reaware of all your mirrors and other drivers and things. Um, so it kind of like resets the whole. Yeah, she's like reset our life, you're saying? Yeah, yeah she's re... Well, I just like, for me, it's like I sometimes I would drive to work and like not even know how I got there. So because I know the fans want to know this. Oh. W- when are we going to have another baby? Uh-huh. 
<laughs> right now? Or? <laughs> no, I'm just, um, just putting you on the spot in front of all of your viewers. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because our daughter right now was like super planned, like planned. Like we decided, like this is when we're gonna shoot to have a baby. Yes. Like, and then that's exactly what we did. Because we were married for five years. Yeah. Once yeah. we had her, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like I think we, you know, you and I got married so quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've told that story, but we reconnected in May. Yeah. In like the May of a year, 2017. We got engaged in June. (laughs) We got married in September. Yeah. Yeah. The same year. Mm -hmm. So I think people thought like. Oh yeah, they're gonna have a baby like any second. Like maybe they thought I was already pregnant. I don't know, but like yeah, we needed those first few years to like do like catch up. Because <laughs> no, what am I trying to say? Because some people are like together for years and then they get engaged and married and then have a baby. We right away. got engaged and married, and then we spent the first few years like dating, going through <laughs> all the hard stuff, like figuring ourselves oh, yeah. out, growing as people. Like, just getting all the messy stuff out of the way. And then it was like, once we had a foundation, we were like, okay, like, let's start to... Well, we were still kind of in, like, turbulence once we decided yeah, I think to I've, have... I think I've touched on that, too. Not too deeply, but yeah. I've, I've touched on that. But, yeah, I mean, I was turbulent up until she was born. Like, literally, <laughs> she smacked you back into reality. Oh, literally. Her birth completely transformed me as a person. I'm like a... Compl- she'll never know. She will. She will never oh, know. Like, I get what you're saying. She'll never know who her dad was like two seconds before she was born. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you were just kind of just going through the motions at that point. Like, I don't feel like you were this horrible pla- in this horrible place. I feel like you were kind of just like going through the motions because so much had happened. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I was, was just so difficult. Yeah. And she just kind of like brought you back to like. This is reality. Reality is actually really beautiful if you can look at it from the eyes of a child. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm her dad. And this is like the little girl that I'm going to obsess over. Oh, yeah. And you are. You're like so in love with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't know how anybody. I don't know. That's again, I'm, I'm not trying to be judgmental. But for me, I'll just speak for myself. There's no way that I could look at her and be like, all right, (laughs) go spend your entire day with other people every single day of the week. I'll see you on Sunday for family day, but I'm going to go do me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, she looks at me with those big friggin' blue eyes. Like, I leave, I mean, today even, like, we're, like, working on projects. As soon as I, like, walk away, she's like, da-da, da-da. Yeah, and I'm o- I always make sure to answer her. I always make sure that she hears me. Like I know that she's fine. I know that she's not calling out to me because anything's wrong. But like she'll da da, and I'll say it's okay. I'm right over here because I just always want her to have that in her head. Like if she calls out, she's gonna hear me respond. That's sweet. like, and we're close, and everything's good. No, I love but, that. Um, b- this is on my mind because okay. I had talked about it beforehand. And you were talking about um, money. We were talking about finances. Money, money, money. And we were talking about debt. And you were talking about some people come into marriage with just crazy amounts of debt. And so I have to talk about this right now or else I'm going to forget about it. Okay. The United States (laughs) (laughs) made 
This is in the news recently. The U.S. government made an accounting error. This is an so somebody just put a decimal point in a, in a wrong place or a or a comma in the wrong spot and accidentally sent six billion extra dollars in financial support to the Ukraine. Oops. So did they take that back? I have no freaking idea. How do you resolve that? How do you fix that? Do you just like ask the country, hey, can we get that six billion dollars back real quick? Like Sorry. I don't I don't think that, that was a mistake. What? No, that was the that was the article. The article was that the US accidentally watch, I'll bring it up. Accounting error of six billion dollars. How do I get the US to accidentally Send yeah, can I get that deposit real quick? I'm vanishing after that. I am disappearing. Pentagon says a $6 billion accounting error allows more armament for the Ukraine. Hmm. Uh, $6.2 billion. Sus. Do, how do, do we even have $6 billion in our accounts? I don't in the US? Like, like no. I feel like that check would have bounced. It would have been like, "Ah, (laughs) ah, you owe China trillions. Ah." Here's the, okay, here it is. The Pentagon found it had overestimated the amount of funding for ammunition, missiles, and other equipment it sent to Ukraine by $6.2 billion due to an accounting error, a spokesperson said. More than double the amount previously disclosed. The value of the accounting error was revised from $3 billion to $6 billion. Additional funding was uncovered as Pentagon officials researched the situation more thoroughly and clarified protocols for value. Blah, 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 blah. Joe, did you send six billion extra dollars to the Ukraine? Hey, you know, when when I had the checkbook and the, with the, you know, the pen and the ink on the top of the mountain, Mount Hagalagalugi. In, in in 1975, when I was born, and and the ice cream was only a nickel. You Abraham heard it here Lincoln live, said- folks. <laughs> Joe Biden said that live. I don't know. There's Gosh. nothing. There's nothing saying that we fixed that. It just says Pentagon accounting error means extra six billion dollars for Ukraine. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Somebody had to. Lo- who lost their job over that? Like, doesn't somebody get fired for that? Imagine if you were the guy. You should get sent to... Who writes the check? I, I mean, I don't really... like. That's like not a little error. That's not... No, that's not a little error. We don't even have... like. I'm like, do we have that money to be spending right now? I would have been, I would have been aghast if they had said $6 million error. No, $6 billion with <gasps> Whoa, a B. The $6 billion error. So yeah, that's like, insane. And I think that this is funny. Because <laughs> Gor- Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> <laughs> because Gordon Ramsay was cooking a steak the other day. Because Dave Ramsay always kind of is like, yeah, don't be like America. Yeah, don't be in debt, guys. You don't have to be. He's like, I, it doesn't matter if Joe Biden's paying off your student financial whatevers, which you know, obviously there's people who have so much. It would have been nice to see a little bit of that cut, but at the same time, it's like, where are we getting money from? Are we printing it now? Oh, hundred percent. Oh, remember the, there was that clip. I, I don't know if it was in the House or if it was the Senate or what, but there was like, you know, when they're all sitting at the thing and they're like always, they're always deliberating over everything. And this guy was like, you know, people, pe- you know, people will like joke about how we just print money. And it's like, well, yeah, 
We do. But X, Y, Z. Because it is. It's just like, yeah, there, like money has no value anymore. The only value that money has is agreement. That's all it is. Hmm. Like there was once gold in this country and you traded in gold. And then it was like, well, we're going to take all the gold and give you a receipt for it. And that receipt is money. And we're gonna put it, we're yeah. gonna take all the gold and we're gonna put it in this big reserve. Which is we're gonna put crazy it in this big how bank. Currency works. And that's yeah. gone now. That 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 place is empty. All that gold was moved. Where? We don't even know. But yeah, everybody's what, what gold. are they doing with that gold? Yeah, we have no idea now. And now your certificates are worth nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, maybe we Store need to paper. mine more. We'll just start mining deeper. That's what like it is. Like in Minecraft. That's what it is. And maybe we'll find the nether. That would the be fantastic. N- the nether gold and we'll we'll make nether money. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was <laughs> nether cash, that's what we have right now is nether cash. I'm it was, vi- it's yeah. never it's never not, cash. It's never cash. It's never worth anything. Well, like I cuz like you're the, never getting <laughs> any more of it. The way we play Minecraft is very different. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I love to pop into the game and disappear and run away mm-hmm. i just run all over and then i get scared because there's like weird like the noise ambiance ambiance <laughs> i love how you just became french the, the noise, noise ambiance i am french did you know that supposedly okay well <laughs> we're gonna get swabbed i so badly okay this is i know i bump around a lot minecraft is great i run around ryan stays in one spot making a tower okay but i really multi segue i really want to get the dna 100 what is it 23 and me 23 and me i guess isn't that it i don't know the swab for There's your all, ancestry all kinds of people are doing the swabs now they can steal your dna and clone you so that when you die they can yeah, turn you that's into what a I, that's what people tell me like oh you can't do it because they're gonna do something with your dna and i'm like how do i know where where all of the split i know that i want to know my ancestry i know but that's i know they, some right, of it they i know some it. of it that i mean it makes sense they're like how do we get dna samples from as many people as possible well, we just get them to give it willingly. You don't have to force anybody to do why anything. Does you make everything it interesting have to, to be them. a cons- like not a conspiracy, but like a like. Why does everything have to be nefarious? It just is. It's just like oh yeah, but like it gets it to the is. point where it's just overwhelming. Yeah, you're just like I don't even care anymore. Yeah, fine, take okay. my gold and my spit. Here like, you go. If anybody listening, <laughs> if anybody listening is in the food, like the healthy eating movement, like nutrition or something like that, please. Please stop the craziness around this because it literally is like this. This is how I feel with the world Here we go. and this is how I feel about food. You're like, oh, I'm going to go eat like some juicy steaks. Oh, red meat's bad for you. Right. And I've been seeing people make a lot of videos on this, but I'm like, finally, because I've been feeling this way. Okay, fine. I won't eat red meat. I'll just eat beans and, you know, whatever. Oh, beans. Beans are not good for you. It causes X, Y, and Z. Okay, vegetables. Now vegetables aren't good for you either. It causes a bunch of problems in gas and... uh, Vegetarian diet kills you. Red meat kills you. Yeah, everything kills you. Seed oils What about fruit? Too much sugar in fruit. Kills you. Okay, yeah. well, what about, you know, let's just stick to what they ate back then. What did they eat back? I don't know. It's just like Chia intuitive seeds. eating. What does that mean? If I trust my intuition 100%, I'm going to be... <laughs> it's going to be popcorn and gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> my intuition is just leading me. No, I feel I'm like my body is just aware. telling me it's that it needs like, Hershey's. Hershey's. Be mindful. If you're full, you're full. I mean, I hear all that. 
But that's what it feels like with the world. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. And it's like, oh, well, actually, Nefarious. China. <laughs> China's behind that. Or I think I'm going to start a company, China. It's like, okay. It's China. It's all China. Okay, what about the oh, global warming? Mm. Global Don't cooling. The, oh, yeah, global, yeah, 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 yeah. Just global. Just global. It's the planet. Anything you're doing, bad for the planet. You suck. You Humans suck. are evil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's it, nefarious. Everyone should die, and anything you eat is killing you, and you shouldn't do that. So yeah, I feel like everybody doesn't matter where you are. Everybody has a religion. Everybody mm. has what they pay homage to, what they worship, and what they represent. Ooh. And it's like okay, it's not. It's like it's not just Christians. It's not just you know what? I, like I feel like as a Christian, that's been put on Christians a lot. Oh yeah, there's like there's that this. Um, this air, this kind of idea, like around, oh, those are the religious people, but it's like everybody's religious. Everybody has a religion. Everybody, yeah. And, and, but not everybody has to be religious, you know, like in terms of the way that they create, like the, I don't know, just the systems and like the beliefs and the fears and all of that. It's like, I think that there can be genuine faith and belief and it can be beautiful, but I don't feel like you have to be like stuck up about it or like right oh yeah we've been kind of talking about that like what does it mean to like have your faith and also have a personality (laughs) oh yeah like like and and that's i mean we've been talking about it like people from different groups look alike yeah like literally you can tell like people who are a certain way or in a certain group fit the stereotype sometimes and that's crazy like even just like we talk about witches and like, why do witches look so like a certain way in movies? But like, some people actually look like that. Oh yeah, I've literally met maybe not like, green, but <laughs> I've literally met like self-proclaimed witches, and they do. They start to like I okay the the craziest one, the craziest one. I literally this lady came into a church that I was going to like years and years ago, and she like walked in in the middle of a service and and was like saying spells under her breath mm-hmm. and she had the hooked crooked nose no joke she had the big like boil on one side of her nose Whoa. she was hunched over she had long gangly fingers like she literally looked like the halloween decoration minus the green skin that's interesting yeah. Yeah, and like obviously not everybody fits exactly that picture, <laughs> but okay, let's take it down from now witches to like wear flowy clothes and wear crystals and say, "Hey guys, this is just a gentle reminder that if you haven't aligned your chakras in the past forty-eight hours, that all of the planets are going to be in retrograde for the next six moons." So remember to drink your matcha. Okay, remember hey, to whoa, say whoa, whoa, your whoa, whoa. mantra. Matcha is of the remember Lord. Remember to send an appreciative text <laughs> message. Pet your dogs clockwise, not counterclockwise. <laughs> <laughs> and join my TikTok live later because I'm going to be doing some Reiki healings over live. Okay, but look, okay. <laughs> That no, I know what you're talking about, and and that's the thing. Like everybody uh, has their groups, they have their speakers, they have, they fall. We fall in. Like we're not that unique as people. 
No. And I think that like that will really humble humble you if you really think yeah. about it. And like you've talked about this, like You're no idea unique. is a hundred percent unique. Yeah. And it's just true. It's just like, yeah, like, you know, when the pan- pandemic was happening, like everybody wanted to make sourdough bread. Oh my god. Everyone gosh. wanted to there was a thousand things. It that, was crazy. And like everything was running out. It's like every week we would go to try to get every something. Every time you would try to like yeah. start a hobby, that was the thing. That Remember you wanted to you doing. wanted to start roller skating. Roller skates were sold out yeah. everywhere. But why did I want to start roller skating? Because, because I started it. seeing videos of people roller. But oh no, and I love roller skating. That's been kind of like a thing I love. But it's like everyone and their mom decided to go roller skating. The trend so, is king. So it's like how do we how do we unplug from the trend? Do you just have to get rid of your phone? And when it comes to like our beliefs as Christians, it's like, why are so many, this is what we've been, I kind of circle back to things guys. So I'm sorry if it doesn't Welcome make to the sense. Circle. I am a circler. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I get off tra- track, but I feel like it makes for fun conversation. Right. Totally. Yep. I'm sure people in the past have been like, Oh my gosh, this girl is and I'm like, well, at least I'm interesting-ish. <laughs> not all the time, actually. Sometimes I don't know what to say. Psycho, not boring. Okay, look, I'm leaving. I'm making another circle. What I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. when it comes to Christians, there is like certain types of Christians. Mm-hmm. And like you and I have been in it for a long time. Yeah. Like been in church culture. Yeah. I, I didn't grow up in it, honestly. Like I was like in Christian school and it was actually one of like a good Christian school in my opinion. I don't know if everyone would say that, (laughs) but like, I I think it was good. It was like, wow, I thought everybody loved Jesus and I just grew up loving Jesus. And then I realized that wasn't reality for everybody when I went to ninth grade. Um, but why did I say that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cause I was saying I didn't go into like a church until I was about, like consistently on my own until I was like about a senior in high school. And so I was like 17, 18 and now I'm like 28. So it's like 10 years ago I went into the church culture. Right. And like for the past year we've been like, okay, let's just like step away um, for our mind, for our health, for our family, for like everything. Like I want to grow and I feel like I'm just running on a wheel like doing the same things, getting yeah. the same results, having yes. the same, like, and I need a perspective shift because literally like my mental health and I'm not going to blame it completely on being in that environment, but it's like the way I grew up or things that I've dealt with or things that I hadn't dealt with. And then it's like, now you're in this place of leadership and we're talking about like, okay, why do so many people that you meet kind of come off exactly the same Mm -hmm. and either feel overly like hi how are you oh my gosh but you really don't ever feel like did we did we connect (laughs) like if you're here your family oh my goodness and don't and don't get me wrong like i'm like that person i'm that person who's like very excited when i get excited and it's genuine but at the same time it's like you can't just always come at people with your best smiliest happiest like life gets freaking rough right you have to regulate and you kind of have to grow up out of that height like you're not in high school and like mm-hmm. church isn't just a high school like i don't know like i no, for sure and then there's and then we were talking and i'll let you talk like we were talking about just there's certain people that you'll go up to and it feels like they're better than you or like oh like yeah i work on i'm like doing this in the church so Okay, yeah, sounds great, man. Okay, bye, bud. Bud. Oh, oh I hate bud. <laughs> yeah. I don't even get called uh, bud, but I've heard other guys get called, all right, bud. And you're just like, 
the only Why? people who I've ever encountered who do that are church guys who are either on the worship team or on the media <laughs> team. And you text them about something. It's like, all right, buddy. And you're just like, ah, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> it just feels weird. It's just, yeah, it's just instantly like, oh, what did you need, buddy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, totally. Good thing you came to me about that. Yes. It's like, oh, my God. What is that called? The church chad? But yeah. it's like, why yeah, is there yeah, yeah. so many church chats? Right. Like, why what is that, is that attitude? And I don't it, really know. And, and I think you nailed it earlier today. It's like anything. I think when we were in the car and we were talking about it, the two things that kind of came up is like, because it's an organization mm-hmm. and you're when you're like part of a thing and you have a position in that thing then anyone else who's in that thing, you're like, well, where are you on the ladder? It's like, you know, if you're part of a company and you're the guy with the corner office you know it's like oh that's the big guy you know he has the corner office he has the big space or whatever Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the guy who just started at the company and i think the other thing too is like any organization that causes people to need to climb over one another to get somewhere breeds that attitude but it's like people who are not in that environment don't feel that way they're just individuals who are like doing their thing so it's like individuals who are trying to start a business or making films or starting a family or whatever. They're just individual. They're not trying to like climb over a bunch of other people to gain a higher position. They're just trying to get over themselves to get further in their own life. Mm-hmm. And so then when you interact with them, they're just like, oh, hey, like you're doing your life. I'm doing Nobody's my life. A we're not both part of this organization where we're, we're like, I think that's the other hard part is like at we're are we running of, out of time? No, we're good. Oh, good. We're, I think we're kind this. of, you and I are kind of coming out of the age group. I mean, we're almost in our thirties <laughs> now. So, but, but in the like early to mid twenties age group, everyone is trying to be someone. And so all those people are like, Oh, you're my, you know, oh, we're going to be family. We're going to be best friends. We're going to, I'm going to mentor you or you're going to mentor me or we're going to disciple these people or we're going to blah, 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 whatever. But it's like every single one of those people in that early to mid 20s age range is trying to be the guy or the girl. They're trying to be the one. So it's like they're all clamoring over each other. Like they're all kind of using each other as stepping stones to see who's going to make it to the top and be the person. But it's like once you get out of that and you're like you have a couple kids you kind of are secure with who you are and where you are, then you can start actually having friends because mm-hmm. it's like, like some of our, like even, even when in our like mid twenties, we had friends older than us and those were the best friends we had and still and have. still have. Right. It's like those are the, because they weren't yeah. trying to prove anything to anybody. They're not trying to get anywhere or be anyone. For real. They're just and trying to be good parents yeah. and good friends. And I won't put that like, cause to me it's not like, I don't think everybody is just trying to step over each other and do something. But I think unfortunately when you run things like a business, that's what happens. And I'm not that's saying happens, that yeah. everybody's doing that, but I'm saying they're systems. And that's the only way I knew how to do church was like yeah. through the system. So it's like, I don't think the I'm like, I knew how to do life. Oh yeah. And it's like, I don't think I'm better then oh like yeah these people at church who are doing it's like no for me it's like yeah i only know how to do church one way i've only seen it like one way and like yeah maybe the songs at different churches are different or the speaker sounds different but it's like i feel like i keep seeing things one way and where i've really like seen life change is with these 
smaller groups of people who are still in my life, who are still speaking life over me mm-hmm. or in these experiences that I've had with the Lord, with my, my husband, with my family, with, you know, whatever. But when it comes to like, I don't know how to put what I'm trying to say when it comes to like the people in my life who have remained my friends, unfortunately, like, uh, I don't know. And it's, it's like the people my age moved on. Mm-hmm. Like I've lost a lot of friends since yeah. being a part of that. And, and then it like made me question like, like were we three like really close or like, were we really friends? And l- there's the handful of people who have connected with me, who I've connected with, who like, I feel like I'll have for a lifetime, but there were friends I thought in the moment, this is like a lifetime. Oh friend. yeah. The amount of times that I thought that about like whether and it was disappeared. And, and it's not even ministry just, related or just yeah. life in general, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you really do like your, your twenties are the time to like, like I, my advice when it comes to just age and like living mm-hmm. is your, your twenties is the time to like, like don't, don't try to think t- too many things. Like don't do or, or commit to too many things in your twenties because you think, Oh, this is it. Like your twenties is the time to like meet as many people as you can, go as many places as you can, try and fail at as many hobbies as you can, because it's like that's what everyone's doing. If you're the one person in your like early to mid twenties who's like, I'm gonna lock it all down right now. Well, guess what? Everyone around you is not. So like, like everyone around you is gonna end up like moving on, growing up, getting married, going to school, like leaving the country, blah blah blah. And you're gonna be the one person who's like, well, I'm locking it all down right now. And it's like, no, just also go and explore and try things. And it's like, then as you're nearing your thirties, like that's where I feel like we're at. Is like, I feel like I'm kind of settling a little bit into like, mm-hmm. okay, I know where I, I know who my friends really are right now. And like, but I still don't have anybody like they better be locked in for life. It's like, I have people that are more consistent. Like Jonathan is a really consistent person. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you just start to have more consistent relationships. You start to have more consistent dreams. You start to have more consistent pursuits. So it's like, go, go all over the place in your early twenties. And then as you're getting, coming into like your late twenties, early thirties, it's like, you've done a ton of things and you can pick a couple and go, okay, I yeah, can have I more stable expectations on these things. You're right. And maybe some people are different, but I think I thought like in my twenties, I was going to figure it all out. And yeah. I think the twenties is, yeah, I, f- I mean, there's people who are coming out from, you know, being in the army, you know, being a doctor, they get a degree, they get into the job that they might be in for the rest of their life. And that does work for some people. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, for me, I don't think I've ever wanted to be locked in to something like that. um when it comes to just a job i guess like i've never really had that like dream i think that idea freaked me out (laughs) yeah i I mean it still kind of freaks me out like i can only do one thing for the rest of my life Uh, right that's just not who i am as a person which we talked about that's why i like the idea of acting (laughs) because it's not one thing yeah it's a thousand different things you can yeah have a lot of different characters and and even in in a person that you're playing it can change so much right but um yeah, I agree with you on that. I just think that when it comes to 
like being in your 20s, there's there's a lot of like new and fun things that you start and there's new things that you get into and jump into. And there's also things that fall apart, that yeah. fail. Um, there's dreams that just don't happen, you know? And so it's like, I know that for us, we thought one thing was going to happen in our life. Totally. And then it's like not even just with jobs or with like whatever it might be for you. It's like, yeah, maybe a relationship. It's like, oh, you think this is going to be the one. And then mm-hmm. that person ends up not being the one. Or these are the going to be the people. <laughs> these are going to be the people. people. This is going to be the state. And I think so many people, especially, I mean, in every stage of life, but really in your 20s, because I think that you come in with like a, like, I know what I'm going to do. And you're just like, ah, these old people don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) And some of them don't. Some advice is not great. You know what I'm saying? Some people speak out of their own whatever. And that was what happened for them. But And some people really do have a different, like, insight of, like, you know, like, I've actually seen it time and time again. And, you know, there's going to be failure in life. Like, there's going to be things that you do that scare you and that you're, like, taking a chance and you hope and you're, like, all the signs pointed to this. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So what do I do with the disappointment? What do I do with the change? And I don't know what to do. And I think that we go into panic mode. Yeah. I think that the overall message on this topic yeah. is something that we've talked about on our very small life level before, mm-hmm. but now we're talking about it more broad. And I think that the message is expectation mm-hmm. is a life killer. Yeah. Like it really is like you just it's just not healthy to have like I think you should have expectations in compartments. You know what I mean? I think it's like 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 marriage. Let's bring it back to marriage. It's like if you're going to get married, you should have clear expectations that are shared yeah. between the two of you. I mean, it's like that's what vows are all about. It's like these are my expectations. It's like you're going to be faithful to me and like not Well, I think it's standards. Like like yeah. the difference between standards and expectations. It's like this sure. is the way that this is what I expect. <laughs> right? It's hard to use the yeah. to use standards without expectations. But this these are the standards for my life. And you don't have to I don't expect you to follow them, but if you want to be in my life, this this is just this is the bar. Yeah, I like, just I, I think that you know. there's appropriate places to expect things. Yeah, I, yeah. But it's like if you as an individual live on expectation, you're going to be so stressed and so disappointed mm-hmm. and feel like a failure. Well, I expected to be here by now. I expected to have these people in my life. I expected to have this much money. I expected to feel this way. I expected to weigh this much blah 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 and but you're but you're not there so it's like rather than have all these expectations just have goals like for me that's what it's really come down to i don't even have dreams anymore i don't i have quote unquote like things that i i I guess you say well what do you you know what's your dream vision but like i don't i don't i'm not a dreamer anymore i used to be a dreamer but it's like now i'm a goal setter it's like I moved from dreaming to setting goals. It's like, no, here's my goal, and I'm going to I'm gonna strive towards reaching that goal rather than I have this big dream and this big expectation that's going to let me down if I don't reach it. Exactly. And I think that for you, that's healthy. Yeah. I think for somebody else who's only goal-oriented, it's like dream a little. Like, yeah. can you dream outside? So it's like you kind of have to like know where you're at too. Like 
even if you're living your life based off of, yeah, podcasts and Instagram reels and TikTok, it's like they're not professionals. Not one shoe doesn't fit everybody. Like if it did, then everybody would have like, you know, there would be more people who could follow the same results. But so it's in, like, the, in the words of the great Thanos, everything needs balance. <laughs> the great Thanos. In the words of Dar- Darcy, I love you. No, just kidding. I don't know. I should have said about cool. Everything's about balance. Yeah, well, dream yeah. a little, but, you know, set some healthy goals. And you're right about expectations, like for sure. Like it doesn't even have to be big life things. Like you have seen me expect something from a holiday or a day or an interaction and literally be completely destroyed because that expectation is too big and I can't live up to it. Or it just like, like my bubble gets burst and I'm just like, ah, and that like is something that you have to be conscious about. Like, yeah, I don't expect anything out of life, but I have a standard for how I'm going to live my life. And like, I know, I don't know, I know who I am and the things in my life and how they turn out don't define me. They affect my mood sometimes, (laughs) but they don't define who I am. And like, I don't know. So you're right. Balance. I don't know if balance is what I would use. Just self-control managing your thoughts not letting yourself go to a place of uh, like i need this i need like i don't know i think that that's where you really find yourself in like anxiety and stress is when you're always worrying about everything instead of like living your life and being thankful and grateful and it's weird this is the last thing i'll say on this but social media specifically takes us out of the moment and puts us in somebody oh else's God, moment. That's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. We could go on forever about just that. You social can't, media. You can't be in your own life. You, it's like, <sighs> and there's good things that can come out of it. Like you can Pinterest how to make something. I still think, I, I, I think Pinterest is the best social media. If you can even call it a social media. Cause it's just about like, Oh, I'm just going to save ideas and like get inspired. But it's not necessarily like everyone you know posting about how their life is better than everyone else's. You're, it just feels, I don't know, I don't, I don't connect Pinterest with like expectations. I just, it's like, oh, that's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. That's fun and creative. I could make that someday. But yeah, social media is a dream killer. Well, I think we're running, out of, we're running out of time. Yeah, we are running out of time. We're, we're right at the end here. I'm sad. Why? I've enjoyed this conversation with you. It's been, I mean, we can keep talking well, just without everyone else. I know, but it's more fun this way. <laughs> just looking at you with a microphone. We should argue like, like this, this from now on. <laughs> like when we have an argument, we should just pick up the microphones and pretend that we're talking to an audience. Yeah. Like we could, like if everybody feels like they would love to hear that, we should just do a whole podcast on arguments. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my wife is going to start a separate cast called the argue cast. It's gonna Are you ready to hear this? Podument. The podument. Podument. With Brianna. <laughs> and we'll just fight about. <laughs> and whoever she's angry at. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not angry at that many. Let's people. get ready to rumble with your host, Brianna. Michelle. I'm vicious. You can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Maybe we could. We could. Uh, I, I'd jump in the ring with you live. Or see what we were supposed to do tonight. The only thing that we had planned for this podcast. I know. The only thing we had well, planned. What the time only is expectation it? we the had. The only and expectation. That's the one thing that we're not actually. See? You I can't have expectations. It. You gotta. Okay. Well, can we tell them what we were going to do? And see. Yes. Can you see if the audience wants another. Not another. A different type of podcast from us. Yes. So I uh, have been subscribed to a YouTuber for probably 13 years called Wheezy Waiter. And the uh, guy who started the channel's name is Craig Benzine. He's married. Uh, his wife's name is China. And they had a podcast where they would lay in bed. It was called Story Not Story. And they would tell stories in bed to each other. And they Isn't were so cute? awesome. And then, and then they, they stopped doing it. We used to it. listen to it when we first got married. And then they stopped doing it. Yeah. So if that's something that you would be interested, we've thought about like, well, we should tell each other stories since they're not doing it anymore. Maybe we could start a separate thing and tell stories. and We could tell stories in all different environments. In bed, on top of skyscrapers, on hikes. We could tell... In the car? No, not. We will tell stories in different um, accents. There you go. So if you're interested so in that, leave it in the comments. I, I vote a Donald Trump accent. Oh, golly. And you have to go China. China. <laughs> China. How does he sound? I have no idea how he talks. No, you... Donald Trump... Yeah. You two, are we losing? We're about to run out of time. Okay, Le- let us know in the guys. comments if that's something you're into, though. All right, yes. Crocs, we miss you. Come we back. Do. Come back. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on the socials. Join the Don't Patreon. Don't miss next week because Daniel. Daniel is going to be, be on for real next week. Daniel, we love you. Uh, join us next week for a, for a good cast. Bye, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>